Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. My name is Janine Cox, Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about your relationship to risk. Now the reason I raise this is because it's really evident to me with some of the questions that we get on the show, on the Tuesday night show, that a lot of people don't understand their own relationship to risk. Now I want you to stop and think for a minute. Think of a scale from 1 to 10 with 1 being completely uncertain and 10 being completely clear. Now think about how you view risk. Are you completely uncertain about risks when it comes to the stock market? Or are you completely clear about those risks and where you sit? Now I say that a lot of people who are new to the stock market have different views on this and it can depend on your perception, family, experience in the market, What you perceive to know and what you actually know could be two different things. Now, how much value do you place on risk management? There's a lot of people who don't understand it and really need to know more about it. Now, every person that I speak to who are new to the stock market often look at things in black and white. So either the person looks at the market as an opportunity to make money or they look at it as a risky investment and there's a risk that they could lose their money. Now everything that they're doing is they're looking externally and making judgments on that but not realizing that it's actually the internal workings that they need to consider most. Not making a judgment on whether something's high risk or not. Very few actually naturally focus on risk when they come into the share market until somebody gets them to stop and think. But the stock market is a bit like a mirror. If you don't stop and think before you get into it, it's going to make you stop and think at some point along the journey. In fact, you may not want to look in that mirror at some point along the way. So it's a good idea to actually look into the mirror very early on in the journey. Now, you may not like what you see initially, but you may not understand it either. And this is why it's really important that you become clear on your relationship to risk and I can remember asking a simple question of people at workshops and I think I've mentioned this to you before that what I would do is I would suggest that people put their hands up and when I start calling out numbers that they react to that they put their hand down so how much risk are you willing to take so if for example 
you were to risk $50 in the stock market, is that an acceptable level of risk for you? Maybe some of you have already put your hand down. What if it was $150? What if it was $500? Have you put your hand down yet? What about $1,500? $5,000? What's an acceptable level of risk to you? Is it $20,000? Now we could go on and on with these numbers, but if you feel something when I mention one of those numbers, that's the point at which there's some relationship to risk that you have. Now remember, this is only based on your current beliefs or the current set of beliefs that you hold about risk, the stock market, losing, winning, all of that together is coming into play there. Now, family can have an incredible impact on the way people view risk because the beliefs that your family have often are transferred to you at some point. Now, you could be one of those people that's completely opposite. You've looked at what your family does and you just decide to do the opposite to what they do. But there could also be a belief attached to that as well. So this is where you have to be careful. And this is the challenge because people don't want to delve inside. This is really evident when a lot of our students get to the advanced course. They can't wait to get into some of the advanced techniques. And yet when they get to module seven or the second module within the advanced course, now I'm talking about module seven being historically it was that we have the first five modules in the diploma, then we have another five in the advanced course. So I'm thinking that, okay, if you're really serious about the stock market, you're going to be working through both courses. So by the time you get to module seven, the seventh module, being the second one in the advanced course, in theory, your mind ought to be open to exploring yourself. And if it's not, it's because you're blocking something. So there's some beliefs in there that are actually stopping you from doing that part of it and really doing it justice. So what is your real relationship to risk? Now, it really gets under my skin when I read things about, oh, that person's risk averse, um, that person's you know prepared to take high risk, whatever it is. In that current moment or that point in time, that's how that person views the world or views risk in the in the world. But what if that person was actually assessed for what their current level of knowledge was in relationship to the risk? And what difference could it make or what change could it make in terms of the way you classified that person in terms of risk if you were to fill in those gaps in the knowledge? Because that would change dramatically in my view. So we talk about people being risk averse. Well, I would say, okay, risk averse and no education. Um, if that could be one classification. So there's lots of different different definitions of, of risk aversion, risk averse. You can talk about risk aversion in the stock market in, and in other areas. There was a gentleman I spoke to recently in his career. It's all about risk management what he does but it's not in the financial sector now it could be risk aversion if we look at some definitions in investopedia wikipedia cambridge dictionary um, involved in situations in which you do not have the necessary skills or knowledge to succeed you may not have the money to do it either 
but I'd say that's more secondary. It's more about the skills and the knowledge. So without assessing that side of the equation, when you're considering whether you you want to take certain levels of risk or whether you're risk averse, I think that you're missing part of the picture. So ask yourself, in the scheme of things, you know, how is your relationship to risk related to your family? Look at your thinking. So what words do you use when you're thinking about risk? What comes to mind straight away? What about the stock market? What words come to mind? Really think about that quickly. Don't spend a lot of time on it because it's whatever comes up for you initially when you're thinking about this without going into it in too much depth. That's probably closer to the truth. If you start analysing it, judging it, cross-checking it, trying to examine it, then you're just coating it with thoughts from the past that are probably going to sway what's really there behind that. Now, there is a tipping point for people in terms of their risk, which will change over time depending on how your knowledge grows. So your tipping point is in the stock market. You put an investment into the stock market. You Maybe you buy a couple of shares. Now, your tipping point is going to be where you start to get really uncomfortable if the share starts losing value. Now, at a point where you're actually not able to sleep at night, that's way past your tipping point. So if I was to relate it back to something that I've done in a previous career, and it's, a, it's more, and you'll have to excuse me for bringing in the past here, but it's more about machine design and failure. So for example, if you're looking at a machine, and some of you may be mechanically minded out there, and you're looking at failure modes, when something starts to fail, it actually fails well before it actually stops working. So before you get to the point of panic, well before there, there were signs that you'd actually reach the tipping point of the risk level that you're really comfortable with. So that's something to think about. So there could be a graph that you could draw for yourself that describes currently how uncertain you are and how clear you are about your relationship to risk and also think about the level of knowledge you have so we talked about from one to ten the relationship to risk and then one to ten look at the level of knowledge you have so ten being someone who is an expert in the stock market one being someone who knows nothing and look at where you are on that scale so the relationship that you have to risk is fundamentally related to that knowledge and also related to the experiences that you've had and the experiences that a family have had that have actually shaped the beliefs that you hold. So one thing that kills all of that or wipes all of that out is building up your knowledge and getting experience applying it because the risk relationship that you have will change over time. There's no doubt about that. So I could ask you today, how much are you willing to risk if you trade the stock market? You put a trade on. Today it might be $50 down the track. It could be 1000 or 500 or $5,000, 10000 50000 for the high flyers out there. It really depends on what you know and what you're prepared 
to risk and also the amount of money of course that you do have so consider all of those things don't get stuck in the mindset of thinking that something external to yourself is fixed because it actually isn't because it all depends on the way that you're looking at things from an internal perspective and remember in the stock market risk is key it's the number one thing that you ought to be looking at before you even think about what you're going to buy what you're going to invest in in terms of the stocks the areas of the market that you'd be looking to invest in that's the first priority and then it's about well okay if that's your relationship to risk right now how can I change that relationship to risk so that I have a more balanced perspective on things if you feel like that you're not at the point where you want to be then you know that something's got to change so have a really good think about what it is that you need to help you balance that risk out so that you can get the rewards from the stock market that you actually deserve to get I hope you've enjoyed my discussion today. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.